hire people that can do that other stuff. That's why that brand strategy is important, by the way, is like you get to like say, what is my next investment? And that could be with a person coming into your business. It could be automating something and getting the help that you need to do that automation. You're a map, by the way, you are a massive automation machine. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Melissa Henry of Personal Brandography, which also houses Melissa Dimple Photography. Melissa, excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yes, yeah, super excited about all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Melissa so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Melissa is the founder of Personal Brandography and Melissa Dimple Photography. And she helps female coaches and consultants strategically clarify and showcase their personal brands online, making their marketing way more effective, creating a bigger impact, and growing their business to multiple six and seven figures. With 13 years in the photography industry and over four years studying brand strategy while building her own personal brand, Melissa's uniqueness is in combining personal brand strategy with photography to create images that capture your personal brand and powerfully connect you with the target market you're looking for. Unlike other brand photographers out there, Melissa's here. You get both the brand strategy and personal brand imagery. Melissa, excited again to have you on the show, my friend. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I so am. I'm excited. This is great. Let's get it started then. Yes, absolutely. So let's kick it off by rewinding the clock here a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Oh my gosh. All right. So in like five seconds or less now, I know (laughs) what we're doing here. So when I, um, I started off, I was actually a CPA. I still am actually. Um, but I was in a completely different industry for a very long time. About 13 years ago, I started my photography business, photographing maternity and newborn clients. And I did that while I was ha- was holding down a full-time job. And my I'd always had this thing where I'm like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to do this full-time. But you know how we make all those mistakes, uh, those like, uh, we make all of those excuses rather. And it's like, okay, well, when there's enough money, when I have, you know, when my daughter is, after she's born, you know, after we like, you know, finish our house renovations, et cetera. And I like to think that the universe had like gotten to a point where it was tired of hearing me that hearing me say this. And they basically, I got put on a job where it was a really toxic work environment. It was the client site. The clients were the issue, not my company, but the clients is in government contracting. So I'm sure that anyone who's familiar with government contracting understands that relationship. So um, I was, on this site. And I was there until sometimes three in the morning. Um, I had an incident where the client came over to us and was like yelling at me in the middle of like, like this, like 1030 at night. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I had that moment where I was like, I'm either going to just quit and race out the door, like right then and there, or turn around and punch this person in the face. And I was like, this is not me. Right. Like, I don't, people don't take me there. So, um, that was kind of that moment where I said, all right, you know what, 
like you've been saying this forever, just like do this thing already. And so I did. And it wasn't right at that moment exactly, but it was fairly soon after that. And uh, so when I got into uh, being a full-time business owner, I also at that very moment decided to switch my, uh, my niche. So instead of working with maternity and newborn clients, suddenly I was like, oh, personal branding. Yes. Where have you been all my life? You know, um, something that I had actually done years prior that could have been considered that suddenly was coming up as, as the thing that everybody was, was starting to do. And I was like, wait a minute, this is it. So I start off my new business without any clients, <laughs> without like, without messaging, without that kind of, without a website that spoke to that. It was crazy, but here I am, you know, five minutes, five minutes, five years later, it feels like five minutes, but five years later. And, um, yeah, I'm doing what I love. And it's, I mean, that's kind of the short and sweet of it. Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate you sharing that. And, and I think that, you know, I too have had, you know, when you feel like you're not in the right spot and you're like, I really want to do this X, Y, and Z thing. And then the, the kind of the, it's like the burner on the, on the oven, it gets hotter and hotter and harder that makes you leap out. And you're almost like, I don't want to do it. I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. And then, you know, you feel like you can't, but not do it. And, you know, sometimes it's not done the, the prettiest way, the perfect way, but I think, as I find most people that are the the most successful, there is no perfect or sometimes pretty way. It's just a, a way and you just try to make it work as best as you can. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. And I think it is about that. And even now, like whenever there's the hard days, you know, I just think to myself, yeah, but I remember how hard that was. And I will never put myself back in this situation like that again. So that just gives me that motivation to just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like it's very empowering as well, too, because you start to to realize that you do have that opportunity to kind of, you know, redirect, you know, your life, your mission, your gifts on a deeper level to, you know, things that can really kind of help support um, yourself, but also the, the community and world around. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting too, and I'm, we're probably going to get a little bit into this, I, su- I suppose. Um, but I found during this past five years that what I was doing was deeper than just photos. Like it was like, I started working with clients and realizing that, oh my God, like I can't separate the, like the brand strategy side of things from the photos. And I was finding that I would see other photographers go on groups and things and they'd be like, well, I don't, I have a, a session tomorrow, but I don't even know what to photograph. And I'm like going, oh my God, like, <laughs> how can you show up to someone's site and just treat it like it's a portrait session? It's not, this is really like, this is someone's brand and you need to represent it the right way so that they grow their influence in the way that they want to. It's gotta be an alignment. So that's kind of why that sort of strategy piece started creeping in. And now it's like, this is all part of the whole process for me. And, you know, I'm helping people build those, the strategic side as well as then subsequently representing it from a visual perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know we touched on it a little bit already, but hear a little bit more on how you're serving your clients, how you're making their impact, how you're helping them to to show their brands and to be found. So yeah, the process that I use now, I have a, um, a coaching strategy program and it walks people through these elements of their brand and something I want to kind of back up a little bit and explain to people if they're not really sure what brand means, because a lot of people will say, well, brand is, you know, your logo and your graphics and your website, et cetera. Um, that's a 
I always tell people it's a visual representation of your brand, but the brand itself is the foundation underneath all of that. And it's comprised of a lot of things, namely, I'll go through everything, but basically you need to know your vision. You got to be connected to that vision. You need to know your mission. Where are you headed? Like, how are you getting there? You have to, and everybody's heard ICA, uh, you know, ideal client avatar um, or audience, wherever you want to call the A. Um, but that part is important, but it's also important from the perspective of just understanding their pain points. Um, and there's there's more to it. There's more like components to it, but those are kind of the, I would say like the initial things that we walk through. And then when we're, as we're working through this, we're creating a framework for them. It's a blueprint is what I call it. My God, if you, if you hand this like blueprint over to your web, de web de design person or your graphic design person, they're just going to go, oh my God, this is exactly what I need. And they may have a, a few additional questions, but literally they're getting this feeling about you from that blueprint. And so then you're able to do the other things, you know, go out and get your photos taken, go out and get video if that's the right thing for you. Um, but that's really where that all comes from. And that's how that whole, that bow gets tied together. Nice. I, I love that visual with the bow and, and, and tying it together. And, and I find, and I'm sure you have found the same thing, whether it be websites or photos, I just need my photo done. And you ask for that framework. You ask those questions that you ask about your mission, your vision, your ICA and all those things. And people probably don't have the answers to, and it makes it, I imagine so much more difficult to not necessarily to do the work, but to really, I think, excel and go to an entirely different level with that, you know, client or person that you're working with, if those things aren't kind of like in alignment. So um, that, that kind of brings me to what I like to ask for, which is your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, the brands, the businesses, a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Uh, from the perspective of the photography side, when I'm with clients, what they've told me is that I don't know how you do this, but you just, you, you, you got me like, it's like, it's, you know, capture me and really who I am. And it's, that comes super easy to me too. It's just in the way that I work with them. And, and it's kind of some of the things I do on set where it pulls that out of them, setting a scene up where, uh, let's say they're working with a with a client and getting that sort of emotional interaction, we might, and I might even say to them, well, act as if you really are working with them, like walk them through your process and talk. And they start getting into that instead of there's a camera there. When I'm working with someone in a coaching perspective, um, what's going on there is a lot of like, I just, it's weird. I can sit there and like, listen to somebody and I can go, oh my God, that ties with this part of your brand. Do you see it? So we were talking through it. And what we realized for her, she had all this stuff going on. And then suddenly it was like, boom, you're a sleep expert. Because what do people need when they're new parents? Sleep. Everything else comes from that. That's, that's the spoke of your wheel, like the center of your wheel. Absolutely. So absolutely appreciate that. All the awesome things that you're doing. What I wanted to do now was switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I have to be a steward of my business. If you know that cash flow and revenue and clients are the things that run your business, which they do, that's number one. If you know that and you structure your day around that concept, then you will be a, be a good steward for your business. The other stuff 
like hire people that can do that other stuff. That's why that brand strategy is important, by the way, is like you get to like say, what is my next investment? And that could be with a person coming into your business. It could be automating something and getting the help that you need to do that automation. You're a map, by the way, you are a massive automation machine. I love how you set up your, like everything, it's all, boop, 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 it's done, you know, but you know, you invested in that and maybe it was your own time or whatever, but you, and it, it might be a combination, whatever, but it is an investment that is totally paying off for you now because you can stay in what you do best. Same thing for me. And that's where I'm, that's what I think is the biggest hack. Absolutely. So what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? You might've already touched on this as well, but it's a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you have to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So what that is, is like, what it is, is getting super granular with who it is that you are going to, to work with the best. And that starting with that, like you're not going to know that right out of the gate, by the way, if you're, if you're just starting out, you need to get your feet wet. You need to go through the whole, the, the pain of like working with all different kinds of people and figuring it out. You get, you got to go through that. That's like the, everyone needs to, when they're in like a coaching consulting kind of business, right? When you start to do that, you start to see who you can help the most. You start to understand that. And then like, like let's niche it down. So so don't be afraid of committing it. It doesn't mean you're not going to have plenty of clients. You will. You absolutely will. I, that's 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 a mountain. I love that. I love that nugget. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Melissa, what does being a CEO mean to you? Someone who is standing in front of their business as the face of their business and as the steward of their business. Would you like me to expand on that? I would love to hear more if you have more. <laughs> we talked a little bit about already about the steward, being the steward of your business. So I think we've kind of crushed that one. But with being the face of that business, um, what I think a lot of people feel like when they first start a business is that they should put the business out there, right? It's not really about me. It's about my business. And what's, what's happened in the world um, over the past approximately 10 years or so is that that shifted um, and COVID even made it go faster. Um, and that is that it's not like the business is there. That is true. But if you don't stand out in front of that business, it's so much harder to grow it because people are more and more and more looking to individuals as that authority. That's why I say be, if you're going to be the CEO, be the face of your company and don't be like afraid of doing that. Like, I think I, oh my gosh, I have so many people who say, well, I'm going to splash myself all over my website. So then I'm like, okay, but then how are you different? Unless you have a brand new thing or service that no one's ever seen before, you, your uniqueness comes from within you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Melissa, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find about all the awesome things that you're working on. Connect with me on LinkedIn, if you like. It's under Melissa. I think I have it, Dimple Henry, because Dimple is my maiden name. But moreover, I do have a free gift for you. Um, I have a, what, what I'm calling the visibility plan masterclass. So what that does for people is 
you get to look at where you are in your brand journey. Like what have you identified, right? And where are you in business? And then you get to figure out, okay, what should I do right now to become more visible so I can bring in more clients? Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again, Melissa. And like you mentioned, to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information, the show notes, LinkedIn, the the, the free gift, all the awesome things that you're doing. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Oh, going. Yes. <laughs> it's a bumper sticker. There you go. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.